The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful you're joining me today. Last week, Dr. Joan Borisenko talked with us about health, healing, and spirituality. She was a pioneer in the study of the mind-body connection and continues to broaden her work in this area. If you missed the show, be sure to listen to the podcast. And today, Dr. Paula Fairman will join us again to share her knowledge and wisdom in the area of health and healing. She will expand on the discussion from last week and from her visit with us on July 3rd, also a not-to-miss podcast. She was so fascinating that I had to have her back. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing, with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, love, and positivity. We literally become younger and feel lighter as we choose to see the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by by providing you with new information and perspectives, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field. If you're trying to figure out how to find the silver lining in a difficult situation or how to rid yourself of persistent negative thoughts or have a personal story to share, please call during the show to 1-866-472-5795 or email now or between shows to doctor, that's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. And the phone number to call between shows is 1-214-736-4460. 
Last week, I mentioned that in this month of November, you can bring more positivity into your life by visualizing the color silver around you and then saying, I am loved. My friend, Dr. Miriam, who was a guest a couple of weeks ago, was listening to the show while she was experiencing a great deal of abdominal pain. She was already working with bringing healing green light into the area of pain. But because of my suggestion to use silver this month, she added the color silver to her visualization. The pain stopped almost instantly. She was so pleased that after the show, she called to share her experience with me. She added that she had been shopping a few days earlier and was attracted to silver nail polish. Since this was not a color that she normally wore on her toes and hands, she tried talking herself out of it, but unsuccessfully. She walked away and went back to purchase it. She was surprised at this until she heard me talking about the power of silver this month. Then she understood why her intuition had drawn her to silver. When we are on a spiritual path and we learn to pay attention to our intuition, even when it seems strange, we have these kinds of experiences more and more often. We become in tune with the positive energies in the universe and find ourselves acting in ways that show us we are connected and on the right path. The kind of confirmation becomes reassuring because it isn't the way that we've been taught to behave in Western culture. Everything is supposed to be much more logical and concrete. The intuitive is disregarded and and often belittled because it doesn't have the weight of evidence that we can see and touch. Researchers, however, are breaking new ground in this area, as we learned in my first show when Dr. Larry Dossey shared some of this research from his new book, One Mind. Intuition, psychic information, interconnectedness, and the spiritual realm are all real. If this makes sense to you, you can increase the power of silver this month and bring more positivity into your life by doing the following. With a silver ink pen, write the number 10 at the top of a piece of paper. Below the 10, write, This is the best month of my life. I am grateful for the fabulous life I am living. I am loved. Put it on your bathroom mirror and read it out loud every time you go in there. Our thoughts and words carry energy, and that energy affects our body. In 1998, I wrote a short timed piece that makes this point in a somewhat playful way. In a timed exercise like this, there's no opportunity to plan or revise. You just stay present with yourself in the moment and write whatever comes to mind. Hyptophagia. When John came into my office complaining of a hip problem, we had no idea that it would be so difficult to diagnose and such a tough problem to treat. It really sent all of us on a long journey, one that has included much research and consultation. 
ah, but at last, at long last, we know what the problem is and we have an inkling as to what to do about it. Pain in the hip joint, excruciating pain, so bad that sometimes he can't walk. Other times he seems fine, yet it's incapacitating. The uncertainty of it all is as bad and as traumatic as the pain or, or the reduced mobility. We checked everything, but no physical cause could be found. So painkillers were all that we could do. Then one day, John was talking about a problem he was experiencing with a very difficult relative. He felt trapped, accused, misunderstood, even persecuted. Then came the telltale words, the key to unlocking the door to his dysfunction. I feel like I don't have a leg to stand on. I didn't get it at first. It was only when I was reviewing my day and trying to fall asleep that the flash of understanding of deep knowing came to me. He has hyptophagia, the feeling of being disconnected from your hip, the part of your body that you need in order to know your connection between the top and bottom parts of your body. The part you need to be whole, the part you need to know your mind and your heart, and then to move forward in the world with confidence and a strong, bold stride. The more positive the energy is that we send into our body and put out into the world, the more positive the energy is that we will receive Dr. Joan talked about this last week when she discussed the power of gratitude. If you end every day by writing one thing for which you are grateful, you will find yourself focusing on gratitude all day long. Since gratitude is the best place to manifest from, that feeling of gratitude will bring more good things into your life. These ideas are especially important in this time period as we become part of the change from a negative-focused society to a positive-focused one. Each of us who has been working on clearing negative thoughts and emotions is contributing to a healthier world society. We are raising the vibrations in the entire world and thereby making it easier for ourselves and others to be more positive. Over the course of my show, we have talked a lot about healing through raising vibrations in our thoughts and in ourselves. We've shared the power to do this through color, sound, gratitude, prayer, crystals, aromatherapy, meditation, yoga, energy healing, and positive thinking. Our bodies are made of light. Negative thoughts and emotions are heavy and have low vibrations. As we become more positive, our bodies literally lighten up and become healthier. Disease has difficulty taking root or staying in a body that vibrates at a high level. And this is the work that I do, not only as a radio show host, but also as an author, coach, speaker, and healer. My ultimate creative problem-solving process uses color to help you release hidden blocks and fears, negative thoughts and emotions. I've even had clients release the blocks to their physical healing. 
When you use color to allow your unconscious to speak to you, amazing things can happen. It works on a deep level, allowing transformation to happen without having to dwell on the past or even to understand it. When engaged in healing, we often get caught in analyzing and trying to figure out why other people do what they do. The fact is, is that there are all kinds of theories and belief systems about human behavior, but we will never know for certain why two people choose to respond to the same circumstances in completely different ways. There are too many factors to reduce human behavior behavior to simplistic categories. And even if we know why, it doesn't change anything. Change happens through choosing healthy thoughts, words, behaviors, and emotions. It truly is how we respond, not what happens, that determines the quality of our lives. And we have control over our thoughts, actions, and feelings. We don't have control over other people's thoughts, words, or actions. When something is in our unconscious, however, it can have control over us regardless of how much we want something to be different. I have watched my clients change with relative ease and speed as they surface the beliefs and emotions that were hidden in their unconscious, preventing them from being and doing what they most deeply desired. Just the surfacing of it begins the releasing process. You don't have to work at change. It happens naturally and automatically. What's hidden grows in the dark. When it comes to light, it starts to release. The other aspect to the ultimate creative problem-solving process that's so powerful is connecting the conscious and unconscious so that the person's energy is fully aligned and moving in one direction toward a commonly agreed-upon goal. Because our unconscious is hidden from us, it can have different goals from our conscious mind, causing a kind of of tug-of-war. Once the blocks hidden in the unconscious are removed, the energy in the conscious and unconscious mind become aligned and you are able to move forward with more ease. Normally, the information in the unconscious is hard to get to, but the simple process of using crayons gives us easy access to the hidden messages and pain that have been preventing our success. Another way that I use the energy of color to help people raise their vibrations is through my inspiring joy, clothing for the soul. I use my intuition to paint people's soul colors on the clothing of their choice, something they provide or one of my silk jackets or scarves. It doesn't matter. I just need to have something white to paint on. I prefer to have a finished garment because then I have... I can create a flow to the piece. When you paint a piece of cloth and then cut it up and sew it, it's disjointed. The garment feels choppy. The energy is choppy, blocked, and stiff. When I paint the garment the way it will be worn, it has a natural feeling, movement, and flow that makes it more connected to the person wearing it and affects the way they feel and look. 
when you are wearing your soul colors, you are able to connect with and express your limitless self with ease. It helps you feel the joy of your soul, attract good luck and opportunity, and achieve more than you ever thought possible. Your soul colors are different from your aura. Your aura changes depending upon your growth, health, and mood in the moment. Your soul colors never change. They express who you are and who you are meant to be when all of the masks are off and the authentic, limitless you is present. In future shows, I'll share more on the energy healing and healing workshops that I do. For now, please visit my website, paulajoyce.com, for more information on my services. Right now, I'd like to give you a few more tips on how to raise your vibration by changing your negative thoughts to positive ones. Use the timed writing process that I described earlier to get your thoughts on paper and out of your head. Your writing can be your actual thoughts or a fanciful story. Do whatever you need to in order to transform your thoughts into positive ones. Also, you can clear your mind and get perspective by going for a walk or a run, doing yoga, dancing, meditating, or taking a deep breath of blue light. And as Dr. Miriam did this month, add silver. And now I'm pleased to welcome back my guest, Dr. Paula Fairman. She trained first in family practice in traditional Western medicine and then with Dr. Andrew Weil in integrative medicine. She became interested in different modes of healing because of her experiences doing yoga. Consequently, she studied yoga therapy acupuncture, somatics, mind-body methods, meditation, and now is interested in energy medicine. She works with the physical body, but also breath, sensations, emotions, thoughts, beliefs, energy, and joy to facilitate her patient's health and well-being. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, And I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you're enjoying our program, be sure to like us on Facebook and stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Paula Fairman to talk with us about the techniques that she uses to help people heal the physical body. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too, while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. 
Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I'm so pleased that we're here with Dr. Paula Fairman, who is a personal friend as well as an incredibly talented healer and medical doctor. Welcome, Paula. Thank you so much, Paula. So, um, so I know that you mentioned in our last conversation on air that you're doing, uh, in the July 3rd show, that you're doing a lot of more work now with energy healing. So I, I'd like to hear more about that, what you mean by that, what you do, um, how it works. Sure. You know, there's so many different ways that people have approached energy healing or energy medicine, and there's many great people to train with in uh, North America. I've been doing some training under the Donna Eden system. It's Eden Energy Medicine, and Donna Eden has been working with energy medicine for about 30 years or more. And she's devised her methodology, and it's based on really her intuitive capacities, but also what I enjoy about it, there's a lot of um, resonance or interchange with traditional Chinese medicine, which I've studied, and Qigong, as well as some points that have to do with active release and kinesiology. So it it's really a beautiful system that combines so many different things. So basically what we're doing in energy medicine is we're balancing energy. That's, that's kind of the bottom line. And when you can do that in so many different ways. So a perfect example of this is that most of us have a very forward 
approach in our day-to-day life. We're sitting in our computers, we're driving, we're walking forward. We don't really have a lot of lot of awareness of the back of ourselves, and we don't do a lot of crossing over. We tend to be left to left, right to right. But basically, as we develop from infants, learning to crawl and then to walk, we're really doing a left to right, right to left kind of crossing over pattern. So this crossing over pattern is very important in our bodies when we're walking, when we're sitting, when we're moving. And many of us, for whatever reason, have lost this crossover pattern. So we're in kind of an up and down straight or left to right. Um, We've lost the left to right. We're going left to left, right to right. And so in this kind of energy medicine, we're calling that homolateral. When you're in a homolateral and you're not crossing over, your body's not functioning as well, your thinking maybe not be functioning as well, it's your disharm there's a disharmony in the system. So just the simple fact of crossing over, like touching your left hand to your right knee and your right hand to your left knee, those kind of patterns, we can help teach people to retrain those systems, retrain the energy, retrain the neuromuscular system to start doing more crossing over. And that, even that very, very simple maneuver which is actually used in a lot of other techniques, like in yoga and in brain gym and in different kinds of somatic practices, can really help shift people from from that, what we call homolateral or when things aren't crossing over, to more of a cross pattern. And that, that very simple technique actually can help people's energy, feeling of fatigue, thinking, um, just pain. So that's a really simple example. But that's one of the basic energy misalignments that can happen to people and happen to so much of us because we're really not focusing on that crossover pattern. We have a, our lifestyle kind of contributes to a lot of holding patterns, energetic holding patterns, mental holding patterns that kind of keep us stuck in, in, you know, in these certain situations that don't contribute to our health and well-being. So I, I, I really loved learning that because, you know, I've studied yoga and qigong and understanding the basis of this homolateral versus cross pattern really helps me understand why these exercises have developed over 4,000 years. So that's just one example, but there's probably about 10 of the basic exercises um, that people, that we give to people. And part of the reason I like energy medicine because I've used acupuncture. And my feeling is that acupuncture was developed by acupuncturists um, because they knew what the energy systems were. They knew where energy was moving and how to stimulate energy. And it probably started with hands-on. You know, the oldest, oldest healing are botanical and hands-on. Those are the two... Um, two methodologies that human, human beings have been using since they've been developing for 10,000 years. So using hands-on medicine, the skilled practitioner will be able to feel what really would be beneficial to help this person become more harmonious and stable and healthier. And I think what happened with, with needles, this is just totally conjecture. It's kind of just an intuition. But when they developed needles, they were actually able to pinpoint points more accurately, but also be able to hold a lot of different points at the same time. 
and also put needles in and then go and see other people so they could treat more people at the same time. But what I love about the hands-on approach to energy medicine is actually you're engaged in an energy system and the practitioner's energy system is involved in the person's energy system and there's a hands-on approach. So there's more of an immediacy than with the needle. So that's really been very interesting for me as another aspect of energy medicine. So do you use what's called acupressure versus acupuncture? Yeah, you can use acupressure. That We do that a lot in this energy medicine system. And um, there's rubbing of the points. Um, there's massage of the points. And the other thing I really love about this system is that it empowers people to take care of their own health so that the exercises and the techniques that you can use to actually heal yourself and that is so much more effective than having to see somebody on a regular basis ongoing. I mean, it's very, very good to see a practitioner to help with some some things, but also to be able to do homework on your own on a daily basis that helps correct chronic habitual patterns. That's what's really required, and that's another thing I really love about this system is that there's so many tools and techniques that we can use to help the balance the energies and balance the flow. Well, also, I like what you're saying because it connects to what I talk a lot about on the show, and that's self-empowerment. You're empowering the patient to take care of their own health and giving them the tools to do it. That's right. That's the only way, really. Other, you know, and, and in traditional Western medicine, we are using a lot of medications, and that's um, very beneficial for people. But and they're required to take a pill, so they're still involved in their care. But there's so many other ways of approaching health as well. Well, and I th- there aren't side effects to the techniques that you're talking about versus all of the side effects. I mean, I have to laugh. I was just, you know, hearing and seeing some of those television commercials where they're looking so happy and healthy and be sure to ask your doctor about, and then they very quickly, you know, go through 30 things that could from death to total paralyzation and impairment, you know, but the people look so happy that they're taking this medicine. I so it, you know, um, I think the the other thing that you're saying too is the um, power of touch at, to heal. That you know, you talked about hands on, and there's none of us ever get enough touch. Yes, yeah. I agree. So and so that that's that's also a benefit, and I know you were saying that you know your goal is to de- decrease the number of visits with a patient, but sometimes all we need is just a, um, a gentle healing touch to remind us and to know how that feels in our body, and we can actually I think recreate that ourselves when we're engaged in our own healing through the exercises that you're talking about. Absolutely, absolutely. And I would also mention that for many people, touch is very uh, a scary place. So a lot of people actually have to learn to um, be able to welcome touch 
and uh, because of various traumas or various issues, touch might not be such a happy thing for people. So um, part of the work in this system, energy medicine, that I really love, and also in Chinese medicine, is the idea that the body is doing the best it can given the circumstances that it has found itself in. And part of what the what we're trying to do, not just the body, but the body, mind, and emotions, and hormones, and everything is really partly engaging in protection. So that's part of our history, is that we're engaged in trying to keep ourselves safe. <clears throat> because safety is very important to our ongoing life. We have to keep ourselves safe. And different traumas, different uh, cultural conditioning, different behaviors, different things that happen to us. It's kind of like we are, uh, we say, oh, I don't want to do that because that's too scary. Oh, I can't do that. That's scary. Um, <clears throat> so we find that there's a lot of situations that may create fear or worry or anxiety, or even if we're not aware of the emotional element, we'll just avoid certain situations or avoid certain foods or avoid certain people. Right? It's because our body and our mind complex, everything is really engaged in trying to keep us safe, protect us. But that's actually been becoming a maladaptive behavior because it actually limits our capacity to be in the world. And what we'd love to be able to do is have a greater degree of freedom, expose ourselves a little bit, have some safety in vulnerability so that we can actually be safe in whatever situation we find ourselves in, that we don't have to control our environment to be safe, but actually we have a profound sense of health and safety within us that allows us to go into situations and actually assess the situation. Is this really safe or do I need to get out of this environment, right? Is this, a is this truly a dangerous situation? And I think many of us are interpreting situations as dangerous when they may not be. And in our system, in energy medicine and in traditional Chinese medicine, we call this the triple warmer or triple energizer, and that's basically our fight-flight-freeze response. And this gets kind of stuck. I know you've talked about this with trauma work, but certain patterns, it's like our neurohormonal muscular system. So it's our nervous system, our hormones, our muscle system. These traumas kind of get stuck, and then in the traditional Western medicine, we maybe call that like adrenal, you know, you're working, they call that in naturopathy, adrenal fatigue. In traditional Western medicine, we call that stress. In this system, Chinese medicine, and in energy medicine, eat in energy medicine, we call that triple warmer reactivity. And it's kind of like you and I were talking about. It's like, let's say you've had a bad experience with a stepfather growing up, and he's six foot four with dark hair. So now every time you see someone who's six four and dark hair, you just don't like them. You don't really know why, but it's your triple warmer trying to keep you safe and protect you. So you end up in a reactive mode, like you don't ever give a six foot four person with black hair a chance because you're kind of running away from the situation. But you may not even understand it. It's just like you were saying about the conscious and the unconscious. That's another way of looking at it. So part of this work is to really calm triple warmer, really develop this incredible sense of safety. And in mindfulness practice and in meditation practice, we're actually calling that that inner resource or that sense, that place where you can actually witness 
whatever's arising from a very calm, centered, safe feeling. And getting access to that really helps people with healing. So sometimes the exercises, calming triple warmer will be very helpful. And then just developing a calmer sense, a stronger sense of safety, a a stronger capacity to be with what is arising as it arises. And, for example, emotions can be so overwhelming for people to actually feel and to be with. So that's why it can be very beneficial to work with a helpful practitioner which will help engage feeling those emotions in a safe place, in a safe way. Coming more and more in contact with that. People use so many different words, but higher self, self, uh, centered, grounded feeling, inner resource. Essentially, it's the place where we can withstand or we can observe or witness what is arising without reactivity. And then if we can develop that sense more and more in a therapeutic setting, we can bring that more and more into our life. And then our reaction comes from this centered, stable, safe feeling rather than from our past conditioning, our holding patterns, what we've been taught, cultural conditioning, and we can really start to listen to ourselves in a very different way and have a different response. I I love the way you approach health, um, physical health, because you don't isolate it. You look at it in terms of um, emotions, thoughts, um, as well as what's going on in the body. And, and as you were talking about the at the beginning, crossing over right to left and left to right and balancing the energy, there are so many aspects that you look at and take into consideration when working with the patient versus uh, uh, what we most of us are used to and grew up with where, uh, you know, it's only about an isolated ailment or body part or something versus the whole person and all aspects of the person. Well, I think we've come from a scientific reductionist model, and we actually needed that model to get us to where we are, where we actually look at things very closely, and we piece it apart, and we try to understand the workings of that, and that's very useful. What has happened in Western medicine is we've got great bodies of knowledge for all the different parts of the body. So we know a lot about the visual system, the endocrine system, you know, and I'm glad that we've developed all these methodologies like cardiovascular systems, surgery. So we, and then right now in traditional Western medicine, that's why we have subspecialization because we've got so much knowledge about all of these individual parts. And, and I think that was a very necessary uh, and very important aspect to our development in science and in medicine. And then there's this other aspect that things can't be necessarily taken apart or segregated or pieced apart quite so easily that um, we know, even in traditional Western medicine, that relationship is so important to people's health. A reason for living is so important for people's health. Um, Clean air, clean water is so important for people's health. 
community is important for people's health. Um, adequate finances, that's important. You know, there's so many other determinants of health than just a single molecule or a single, um, a single enzyme reaction, although that is very important also because there's people who have diseases with mutations in a single enzyme. So I think we're looking at kind of maximizing or allowing so many different approaches that we can, um, we can really maximize or really harmonize a person's life, recognizing that they're not reduced to a molecule or a body part or a body system, that a person is in relationship and they're actually bigger than their own, what they consider their body. They're bigger than that. They have an incredible uh, connection and relationship to their world, to their environment, to other people. Um, so those kind of approaches for me are very important, especially for the diseases that we're facing in North America right now. And basically we have a malaise. We have a depression. We have a I like to use the word dis-ease, D-I-S hyphen E-A-S-E. That means it's unease, that we're uneasy, that we're uncomfortable, that we're not, our health might be good, but we're just not feeling good. And when we don't feel well, then everything kind of falls apart as well. The body, uh, body systems will also go. So how can we address this discomfort, this unease that is so prevalent in our society. And that... And, and I, excuse me, that's a perfect place for us to stop, take a break, and, and then come back into that because that's such an important topic that you're bringing up. Thank you. And I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Stay tuned because we'll be right back to continue this amazing discussion with Dr. Paula Fairman. Be the change. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. The best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one of a kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214 208 3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214 208 83533 or visit paulajoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and reimaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening. 
listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And we're here with Dr. Paula Feyerman, who has vast knowledge and perspective on illness and the whole human person and we were just talking about dis-ease and um, let's continue that from from where we left off Paula okay well we were talking a little bit about um, the issues of people's living life right and how health is important to life and life is important to health and if we if you know in the teachings in the yoga and Buddhist teachings, um, one of the primary issues is this disconnection that we feel. We feel a disconnection to ourselves, we feel a disconnection to um, to the world, we feel disconnected to other people. And this is learnt, this is taught. This is partly cultural and it comes from our families. and it it creates a very strong sense of discomfort in ourselves and often we look for very very many different ways to satisfy that and some of them are very healthy and some of them aren't uh, you know it, this is um, sometimes part of addiction it helps us work with feeling uh, better somehow better about ourselves that we're worthwhile that we are um, actually deserve to live and that deep sense of discomfort, dis-ease, manifests in so many different ways. And one of the theories that I think about, or one of the things I think about, is that different symptoms in our body manifest or come up to reveal the issues or the places where we've disconnected. So symptoms are actually requests for healing. That's, that's one way to look at, um, to look at this yogic model. Uh, That's not saying that the person's at fault or that there's anything that they're doing. It might be something that they're actually trying very hard to heal. Um, But so often we're running away from or we're trying to get rid of something when actually it's, it's sometimes coming back to that sense of safety and comfort and peace, feeling connected to that, that centered, grounded place, to that inner resource. That's, the spiritual component to the healing, which so many great teachers talk about. Uh, Partly the issue is in our society, we don't give ourselves a lot of time for uh, rest and reflection. We're very outward, goal-oriented, and driven. I had a friend recently who said she was very tired. She was fatigued. She had thyroid issues. Um, She went to see her doctor who said her hormones were all out of whack and actually sent her to a naturopath, which I was really surprised and pleased by. But this is a woman who runs her own business, has three children, has a partner, has gone through a difficult divorce. Um, 
she's fatigued because I think she's tired. You know, she's she's doing a lot of things and probably hasn't rested. And so after talking to her, I was thinking, well, if we could just do a prescription for rest, you know, and have people engage in mindful resting, you know, because there's so much thing we're just flopping out and trying to kind of escape the feelings inside of us. So um, a restful practice, like uh, many people are doing or prescribing like a yoga nidra or a relaxation or meditation or some period of time where we're actively engaged with rest and really becoming attuned to the body resting. This itself can be kind of difficult because when we slow down and start to go inward, sometimes the body will say, oh, wow, thank you so much. We sleep more. We think there's actually something wrong because we're sleeping and we're so tired, but actually we need that rest, need that time to rest. And then when the body's rested enough, when we're engaged, there may be signs or symptoms that start coming up. And we're saying to ourselves, hey, remember me? Do you remember? Here I am. Because we're usually so engaged outwardly, like we're, we're on the phone doing an interview, right? We're in our car driving somewhere. We're engaged with a friend. We're doing a job. So, so much of our attention and, and activity is exterior directed, not giving a lot of time for ourselves, for listening to our own messages in ourselves that are actually um, really important messengers for our health and for our healing. Well, and I think sometimes people actually use activity as a drug to avoid um, feeling and hearing our thoughts because they don't want to. You know, if if they're in touch with that, then what are they going to do with it? I And I agree with you. I think that... You know, you're in, we're engaging in a process of self-discovery and self-awareness, and that's not that well recognized, understood, or accepted. And it really helps to have someone to um, be a very good friend along this way. I mean, there's a quotation, I can't remember uh, who said it, but it's, she says, the mind is a scary place. I try not to go there alone. <laughs> You know, so it, it can be helpful to have to be engaged in this process with someone. And I've been very fortunate that I've had wonderful teachers. Uh, well, yes, and and I have too. Um, and and I went through a lot of people who weren't so wonderful actually before I found wonderful ones. And I think that's part of it is that sometimes we get discouraged because it does take time sometimes and effort to find the right people who can really be there for us and and help us mm-hmm. to heal, not to keep us stuck. Well, I also think that's a really important process. It's a kind of the process of discrimination so that we learn from everyone that we come in contact with. It's just who is really going to facilitate um, our self-development. And it might not be always the easiest person to get along with. You know, they, they, we may just kind of have an intuitive sense, oh, yeah, this person is actually challenging me. It's, it's good for me, right? So... Um, that process of discrimination, knowing who are, who is a teacher I can trust and learn from and who is someone that maybe they're just not for me. They may be for someone else, but they're just not for me. I mean, that's a very valuable process in itself. 
Uh, I agree completely. And as I often say on this show, it's not what happens to us, it's what we do with it. So every situation and every relationship is always an opportunity for learning and growing and continuing to make healthier choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in yoga, we actually talk about that as messengers often, that every every circumstance provides us an opportunity to come back to ourself and and listen and come back to a greater sense of connection. Yes, and and as, as talking about connection, and as and my mind was going back to what you were saying about resting. One of my favorite things to do is to look out the window and to watch the birds and to just enjoy the beauty of nature. Um, And we're actually at a point of wrapping up. So maybe that's a a good place to end is to, um, is an awareness of some of the most wonderful and restful things are totally free and available to us 24-7 if we just pay attention and honor it. Thank you. So I want to thank you very much for being on. Um, It's always a pleasure, Paula, and I truly appreciate your insights and wisdom and, and knowledge. So thank you, and I look forward to a future time. Thank you, Paula. Thank you. And I'd also like to thank my listening audience for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, like us on Facebook by going to my website, paulajoyce.com. While you're there, browse to get more information on the books my guests or I have written and my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, and the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount. I hope you'll enjoy join us next week and enjoy it when Leslie Forsyth will be with us to talk about how lymphatic drainage massage and craniosacral therapy can help you sleep better, can help with curing depression, ADHD, spinal alignment, and more. In the meantime, if you think of a question about a show or a difficulty in your life or have an inspirational story to share, please leave a phone message at 1214-736-4460 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. If you have a question, others do too. So help yourself and them by asking it. You can do so anonymously if that feels safer. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you.
Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.